Hi, my name is Kara Shea Johnson, and welcome to the Heartwork You podcast. Here we bring together current artists to talk about the performing arts industry, because at Heartwork, we provide creative education for real life. Hello, and welcome to the Heartwork You podcast. Today's guest is Julio Ray. Julio has been seen on stages across the United States, including the Lyric Opera of Chicago, a Gunquit Playhouse, and Pittsburgh's Civic Light Opera. In today's episode, we discuss networking and the performing arts industry, and the lessons we wish we knew as young artists looking to make an impact. And be sure to check out the show notes to grab your guide to building your professional index. This networking tool will use your core values and past experience to highlight key relationships. Now, let's get on with the show. If you had to sum up your view of the industry in a couple of words, what would you define it as? Oh Lord, from a networking aspect I would or say just for industry, let's just start industry. Like what are the first words that come to your mind when you think about it? Um, just this, super open. Very, this is very broad, cool. but wild. And I mean that in every sense of it. And I think you, I think you get what I mean. Yeah. Like from a networking aspect, it is nuts. The people that you meet and also the competitive aspect of auditioning and the scheduling and trying to balance out a life of auditioning with your side hustle. It's just, it can be quite exhausting. Yeah. And it it takes the right kind of mindset to tackle it. Yep. I completely agree. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's one of my biggest goals in doing this is to, okay, it's wild and crazy, but you really want to do this? Cool. Let's tackle how you can actually do this and give you tangible tools. What, what do you think you do in order to make those connections that are different? Sure. It's hard to answer that because networking is so specific to sure. each person. And I was taught and I'm a firm believer in the best kind of networking shouldn't feel like networking. The best kind of networking, honestly, is when you get the job, do good work and show up on time and be respectful. Because that's like the first basis of trying to set a good impression for yourself for a creative team. Yes. Yeah, I I agree with that one, that there is definitely a balance. So then I'll ask you the question, um, how, how do you learn that balance between networking and friend building? Because obviously we both have friends in the community and we have people that we consider our close comrades that we feel like we can be a little more blunt or a little bit open with, but how do you find that balance between a professional network connection and building a community of friends? Sure. Um, Well, the main thing, it's funny. I had this conversation with a friend recently. Yeah. When you know that you have close friends in the, in the industry, don't be afraid to reach out to them asking for favors you know, like they're friends for a reason. And if they're a true friend, they'll be there to help you. So why not put yourself out there so that you can be exposed to more people or situations or opportunities? Um, I think that's honestly the biggest downfall for a lot of new performers. They get so nervous about wanting to put themselves out there Mm -hmm. in the first place. Like I I keep telling my friends, I know so many people that I can get them in touch with to help them with this video shoot or to get into this audition. And they're always like, oh, I don't want to take advantage of you. No, like if you reach out, I think people will realize that people are more willing to help than they think. Sometimes the worst thing that somebody can say is no. And so why not ask? You know, when I, you know, it's, 
And why not say, can you talk, can we have a cup of coffee and can I talk to you about this? Or is there an opportunity for me to get into this audition? Or, you know, whatever it is, but you do it in a professional way. And then when someone says, no, hey, I'm not super comfortable with that, or unfortunately I can't do that for you, you don't get mad about it. You just go, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And you take it and, and I don't know what you think about that. And I am totally on board with that. Not only that, even if you get the no, yeah. like, you're on you're in their mind now because you at least reached out because yep. how many people are actually reaching out to said person asking for that favor in yeah. the first place you know so when it comes um, up again and there is an opportunity the first person they're going to think of is the first person that asked and think, mm -hmm. oh well they wanted it last time i wonder if they want it again um yeah and those, absolutely i think that's so funky important things come up um our we had a business class senior year of college and mm -hmm. our department had he made us make a um i didn't do this because i was lazy but he made us do like a spreadsheet and he was like i want you guys to go through all of your contacts professionally in here at penn state or out in the industry from your summer stock jobs and write down everyone's first and last name and all the emails and all the phone numbers that you can find mm -hmm. and then from there um he was like you guys can start making an email list and sending out periodic emails i do this with Franklin at Forestburg. Yep. I periodically keep in touch with him because I really care about him and care about the playhouse. And yep. there are certain other connections I have in the industry that I will send out thank you notes or I will send emails to check in or like if I have something coming up, oh, that's great networking tool. If you have something going on, like invite people to it. Yeah. Like I'm doing a reading on Monday and I mm -hmm. took that as an opportunity and I invited a bunch of people that I know that, hey, we're in a pandemic, may as well invite you to come see this thing I'm doing online. Yeah, why not? Why not? I mean, where's exactly wrong in that? Mm -hmm. um, when you are creating that list of people, do you think, do you include both friends and professionals on there? Do you include friendly professionals? You know what I mean? Like what, what's your personal rule on who you include to invite to those things and who you don't? Um, when it comes to inviting, it's also different. For example, if it's like I'm inviting someone to a 54 below concert. Yeah. If you're if you're inviting a friendly professional, like friend friend, you can probably invite them and not have to offer them a ticket. Yeah. Whereas if you're inviting another industry professional that you don't know very well, but you want that you want to expose them to your work, you may as well buy them the ticket and offer yep. them the seat. Yep. So it's a balance of figuring out also it, networking also involves finances so like yeah. finding that balance and whatever oh, but yeah. i think that master spreadsheet of all your connections absolutely should include your friends and should include professionals that you don't know very well but maybe have interacted or said hi to in the hallway yeah like it should include everybody mm -hmm. and i don't know about you but there was this point that i have where i do it often where i start to think gosh i just wish i knew somebody that did this and then i pause and i think about now that we've graduated, now that, you know, I know some people that are in the industry, those, the people that I'm looking for are people that are my friends or people that I went to school with or people that I grew oh, yeah. with. There are those people, but because sometimes we don't, we see people as friends, we're not seeing them also as the professional. So I was just looking like, oh man, I wish I had somebody to do some social media strategy with me, blah, 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 blah. My little from college now is working as a social media strategist. And I was like, hey, I, you know, I'm doing a startup. I don't, can't really pay you too much at the moment, but I, I need some help. And I, and I'm wondering if you'll help me. And she said, yes, absolutely. Because 
and that's how you start to build a little bit more and a little bit more. Um, yeah. doesn't, it's not like somebody's going to hand you a business card and say, hi, I'm this, you know, mega professional. It's going to be the person that you just did that random job with. And then you call up again. Um, and yeah. there's a mindset shift that you kind of have to do at some point, um, to start to think of your circle as colleagues and, and not just like your friends from college or friends from a job. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you were, so obviously you're kind of, you're, you're equity now and you've done some contracts and you've done lots of things. So I wouldn't call you like you've only, you know, just, you just graduated technically this past December, right? Um, in May. That's right. That's right. May of 2019. Yeah. That's right. I was trying to remember if it was this or the past. Um, so technically you're newer to the industry, but I consider you someone that's kind of been involved, um, a fair mm -hmm. amount already. Uh, and so when you were kind of first going on those first auditions, those first professional auditions, starting to uh, take your first professional contract, what were your fears um, when you were breaking into the industry in that way? My fears were, one, you know this about me, I'm a very ambitious person, and I, I am confident in my abilities, and I know what I can do, so mm -hmm. my fear was not being able to get in the rooms that I want to be in, Sure. And then I would find myself, and this is something that I would urge people not to do, I would find myself comparing the connections that I had with the connections other people had. Because, mm -hmm. oh, this person worked this major gig with this creative team. So they already know the choreographer for this project. Mm -hmm. So they're already going to be in that room. I don't know anybody. How the hell am I going to be in there? Gotcha. Um, when it's a journey, for it, it's a different journey for everybody, and we can't really we can't focus on that. You mm -hmm. really need to focus on yourself when it comes to your networking journey and your journey when it comes to auditioning. And honestly, patience is a mm -hmm. big thing that I worried about and I still have to remind myself with in yes. all aspects when I was non-equity and when I'm and now as an equity member. Yeah. It's and very important. My question I guess to you is kind of like, how do you combat that comparison and networking? you know, being able to say to yourself, okay, that person is in a different place in their career than I am, but that doesn't mean I need to sit here in isolation and make them my comparison. They can be a connection for me. Do you have any kind of experience with that? Or um, is that- Yeah, I mean, me, me personally, because I'm young, I would remind myself, I'm young. I just moved to New York. Yeah. I can't be stressing about these things. I think it's good to have the drive to want to aspire to get to that point. Yeah. But just like in school, it's a process yeah. and it takes time to build all of that up. It took time mm -hmm. to build your technique and your foundation as a performer. It takes time to build your foundation as a name in New York, LA, wherever it is that you decide yeah. to go. So I just would have to remind myself every single day, like just take a step back breathe and if I can't be seen in this room down the hall there's another audition going on for a show that I don't know but they're asking for this 16 wow. bars and I got that let me pop in there so yeah. like I always try to keep myself busy as long as I felt like I had stuff going on that I was being productive even if I wasn't booking the job I still yeah. felt like I was doing something good yeah that and that that's true that it's kind of like you never know the worth of a networking experience. Like you never know if that one random audition you were going to go on will actually end up serving you way more than the open call for the next Broadway show that you're not even going to get in the room. You know, like 
what it's they could serve you they both could serve you or neither could serve you or one more thanks for listening to the heartwork you podcast we'll get back to the show shortly but before then we want to make sure you know about the heartwork you packs these resources include podcast style interviews like the one you're listening to and free worksheets and guides that walk you through the step-by-step process of advancing your expertise in topics such as financial literacy, networking, and creative development. To learn more about the Heartwork You Packs, visit the show notes at our website at carajohnson.com forward slash heartwork. What have you been doing during, doing during this time to keep up networking when you're in El Paso? You know what I mean? What have you been doing to maintain connection? Um, well, I make sure, because I have an agent, I make sure that I communicate with them as much as I can. Um, uh, even though like work is very scarce right now and we don't, and the jobs that are auditioning, we don't know if they're actually going to happen. Yeah. I try to just make sure I'm still submitting self tapes and yeah. videos for whatever it is that's going on. Like um, I'm doing a reading, a virtual reading yeah. on Monday, which I got from a connection, didn't audition for it. Yeah. It was all a connection that I did, made, not even from me putting myself out there, just from me doing good work, that's you know? Um, and I took that opportunity to, I emailed my teachers from Penn State. I emailed some director friends of mine. I emailed some people in New York that I know I had told my agents that I'm going to be doing it. Yep. Um, I take that opportunity to network and put myself out there being active on social media as tastefully as possible, especially in today's political climate. Yep. Um, and making sure that you don't sort of just fall off the face of the earth yeah. really. Um, yep. Even though I am doing some networking, I've taken this time mostly to focus on my physical and mental yep. health yep. and also working on just like my technique and my foundation so that when I show back, when I go back to New York, I am in the best shape all around in my yep. life, you know? Absolutely. And that's investing in yourself in another way and absolutely a great answer to yeah. what you, we should be doing during this time that we've been allowed. Um, see, um, so if you could tell yourself, if you could tell your 18 year old self headed to Penn State, so excited for musical theater school, um, something about the interest industry, what would it be? Something about the industry. Um, you ain't gonna book Broadway tomorrow, honey. <laughs> like- I love it. If I, had to t- if I had to look back at my 18 year old self, I'd be like, who do you think you are? <laughs> Like let's 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 knock you down a couple pegs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I went through a very I went through a journey um, that I I well also I I grew up moving around and I grew up around an environment of people that yep. they're not used to people going out to pursue musical theater in college. And yeah. so and I moved nine times before I went to college and mm-hmm. every single place I went to, coincidentally, I was one of the best people at whatever high school theater program I was at. So I was yeah. always put on this pedestal, whether I wanted to or not. Yeah. Um, and so when I got to college and then all of a sudden I was around all these people that were so insanely talented and I was like, oh my gosh, now I'm like in this world where I could actually attain booking these big jobs. Yeah. And then when I wouldn't, I would beat myself up about it. And then I would also compare myself to others when I would see that they're booking this job and they're booking this job. It has nothing to do with your talent because anybody that goes to a BFA musical theater program, they're all talented in their own 
way. And it's yep. not anything that we can control. Yep. So just take a step back and breathe, baby Julio. <laughs> My God. <laughs> and I've had to do that even yeah. when I moved to New York. I got so ambitious and I came so close to major opportunities and I would beat myself up when it came down to me, one person, and they went with the other guy. Yeah. Um, I, I always try to make a negative a positive and I'm thankful that I was even in the room yep. to begin with and that I got that far. For somebody my age with where I am in my personal career trajectory, it yep. is awesome that I've achieved what I have achieved. It's yep. a great learning experience and, in, and even though you can't, you can't see that in the moment, Give it, I don't know how much time you will be so thankful that you experienced, whether it be the, a terrible contract that you went on or whatever, like you will have learned something Yeah. and it will benefit you for whatever reason. Yeah. It's just a matter of how you let it benefit you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When you look at um, where you sit in the industry now and you look at the next like five years is there something that you want is there do you see a place like i want to be in this place with the industry i want to be in this network of people or is there kind of a place that you feel like you're just maintaining internally or is it a combination of both i just be curious sure. it's hard because we don't know where the industry is going to be at yep. you know and like when things are going to start to open up and when yep. people are going to be able to go back to work mm -hmm. um if the pandemic never had happened, I would say that in five years, I would hope that I'm in a Broadway show or mm -hmm. in a major Broadway tour, mm -hmm. um, working with a creative team that may or may not include Casey Nicola or Rob Ashford. Yeah. Um, and I, I see myself up in that alley. Um, and I've been fortunate to be put in those rooms and get exposed to that early yep. on. Um, it's just a matter of, yeah, when things start picking back up again and yeah. making sure that I keep up with my training. Sure. I think that's the main thing. Like no matter what's going on, like auditioning can only do so much, even though a lot of us, we treat like a dance call as like our dance class since we can't afford to take dance classes most of the time, yeah. but making sure that you're taking care of yourself in every way. Yeah. When, um, quick, uh, question outside of the, of kind of the performing arts industry. Um, how has networking outside of performing arts, so maybe in your side hustle or in, you know, other things you're involved in, you're doing a, a personal trainer program, how have those things served you as you continue on in your goals and dreams? What I have, when I was in college, I would find myself, I, I was the person in my class that I was very motivated to reach out to people. When I couldn't get into a particular room, I was always very like, hey, you don't know me. I'm a college student. I am in the middle of my semester. I can't attend this. Here's my resume. I'd like to send in a video if you would allow me to do so. Yeah. And I got very good at sending nicely worded emails. And I have let that influence how I reach out to other managers or companies when it comes to my side hustle. And as performers, you know, we're already so extroverted and we're willing to want to communicate and talk to people. So that lends itself so well when it comes to wanting to reach out and branch out from just what our industry is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, is there anything else you would kind of want to, if someone that's kind of just starting to look at the industry, they have, they're just headed into a BFA program, they're not super sure 
about what it even means to really network in the industry of the performing arts and, and in regional and professional theater, um, what would you offer as a piece of advice? For someone who's entering a BFA program or is entering the industry for the first time, I would say don't be stressed about networking. Just be professional and friendly and let the, let the relationships form naturally. Because if you, again, like I said earlier, if you go into it stressed that you're not meeting the right people or getting in front of the right people, if you are trying to artificially um, manipulate the situation, the relationship is not going to be the same as what you want it to be, you know? And when you find that 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 you're jealous of the fact that, oh, your friend is really, really close with that artistic director at that theater, take a step back analyze the situation. Why are they so close in that way? Um, Don't be jealous of it. That was not your journey. Um, And just recognize where you are in the moment. And don't be too hard on yourself. I think that's the main thing. We as performers are always just really hard on ourselves and very, very critical of where we are in our career. So just breathe. (laughs) Breathe, baby Julio. (laughs) Thanks for listening. To learn more about Heartwork, visit us at karajohnson.com forward slash Heartwork or follow us on social media at Heartwork by KSJ.